Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I think we could describe this as entering into a new phase. They say we're going to have a national lockdown or a national quarantine. And I would just say that's absolutely false. It's not true. Time matters. Minutes count. It is how we respond to that challenge that's going to determine what the ultimate endpoint is going to be. We will save lives. So this is your coronavirus update. It is Monday, the 27th of April. I'm Jim Watkins, and this podcast update is brought to you by SiestaKeyRentals.com. If you're looking for paradise, SiestaKeyRental, say yes. Go to SiestaKeyYes.com. So we're going to take a look at a little different uh, set of numbers this time up on your coronavirus update. We'll get to the other statistics and the latest from the uh, the day's events, both overseas as well as uh, here at home in the United States. We want to give just kind of give you a roundup at this point. But I also want to uh, do something we have not done on coronavirus update, which is to take a look at other countries that have not been affected so much, at least according to the statistics provided by the World Health Organization as well as the CDC, because they also tell a story. We know now from several reports, it seems as if every other day now there is a new report uh, that seems to indicate that the community spread of coronavirus is much more profound than we expected. Uh, in New York, for example, they know now that up to, what is it, 15 to 20 percent of the population probably had or has coronavirus. Uh, so what is what are the implications of this mean is that if you look at each of the areas where the coronavirus has expanded and over a timeline, you can clearly see that in worst case scenarios like Spain and Italy, where there was such a concentrated amount uh, and there were some other corollary reasons why there was such a huge outbreak. What we're now seeing in places like California, in certain areas of California, and Washington State, and Baltimore, and Louisiana, is that the numbers are taking a lot longer to get to those critical points where it's overwhelming the medical system, which is good news. So we're going to also take a look at some of the other countries They've also done some changes on the uh, the COVID-19 uh, website, which gives us uh, a sort of a breakdown by country, which is great. It's a great tool. So at the present time, uh, it is almost f- uh, 5 o'clock. So our current numbers now, uh, globally, 3,051,105 cases of coronavirus. Total deaths globally, 210,000 at 714 total. And those who have recovered, which means those who have uh, been diagnosed with COVID-19, assuming that they've had symptoms, uh, that 917,000 of those people have recovered. So that's good news. Currently, number of active cases worldwide, which means the number of people who are currently uh, either being treated for or being monitored for coronavirus is 1.92 million. So now breaking it down by country, if we look at the United States currently, uh, we have 56,387 deaths total in the United States. Spain, 
with 23,521 total deaths. Italy with 26,977. France with 23,293. And Germany with 6,043. The UK now, over the weekend, they surpassed. And it now got to uh, 21,092 in the United Kingdom. Now, in terms of new deaths, looking at the Monday totals, we see that in the United States, 974 fatalities in the last 24 hours. In Spain, 331. That's down now. I think the third consecutive day. Italy with 333 fatalities in the last 24 hours. France with 437. Germany with 67. And the UK still high, significant, but lower than it has been the last two or three days at 360 fatalities. Now, if we're taking a look at countries that have not had any deaths uh, either yesterday or today, uh, what we see is that there's surprisingly there are areas of the world where we're not seeing a lot of activity when it comes to the coronavirus, and they don't get talked about because of this. But there are areas where you would think there would be more coronavirus cases or deaths, uh, particularly with the fact that they don't have good medical systems or they don't have the infrastructure. So, for example, if we take a, uh, take a look at Rwanda, uh, Rwanda, which is a very uh, heavy port area, a lot of, uh, a lot of ties with neighboring countries, uh, but also not a very good infrastructure in terms of their medical facilities and their ability to treat large numbers of patients. So uh, in that country, there have only been 191 cases. Now, that could mean that there just hasn't been the proper testing system, and most likely that is the case. Uh, so their reporting may not be efficient. They've reported eight new cases total. Uh, total cases in Rwanda, 191. So let's go look at a place where we would expect there to be more accurate dating, perhaps, better tracking system, better, uh, just a more progressive country where you would expect that there might be more cases. So Palestine, for example, uh, 342 total cases of coronavirus. They have only reported two deaths in Palestine. Took a Libya, 61 total cases, just two deaths uh, in the last four months from coronavirus. But uh, let's look at some other uh, African countries. Ethiopia, 123 total cases and one death uh, total, three deaths in Ethiopia. In uh, Hong Kong, there have not been any reported deaths in the last couple of days, but they've had a total of 1,038 deaths in Hong Kong. It's a very densely populated area. They would have been infected early on because of the number of people coming from China. So very interesting there. Uh, also, we take a look at places like Taiwan, which early on put in measures to limit the social spread. Uh, and what we see there is in Taiwan, a uh, total number of deaths. And we would expect also that their uh, information would be credible. Where is Taiwan? I just had it up on the screen. 429 total fatalities. Uh, let's look at some uh, other areas where you might expect that there would be a higher uh, either for, uh, fatality rate or spread. Uh, let's take a look at Montenegro, for example. One death in the last 24 hours, seven total deaths in that country, uh, one new case, and 321 total cases. Not deaths, but cases. 
Now, Bahrain uh, has a remarkable high number of coronavirus cases, 2,647, and uh, new cases, 59, but only eight deaths so far in that area. Senegal, with two deaths in the last 24 hours, they've only had nine deaths in Senegal. We look in South America, or we might expect to see a higher mortality rate. Now, we could start with Venezuela, but already they would be suspect because it's a communist country. And as we see with Cuba, not a lot of information is getting out. But still, notwithstanding, they have reported 325 total cases and just 10 deaths in Venezuela. And the Bahamas, where you might expect a little bit more transparency and perhaps even a little bit more contagion, 11 deaths, 1,558 total cases. Uh, I also wanted to look at uh, Kuwait. Kuwait, one death, 3,000 cases total, 20 cases, uh, 20 deaths total in uh, Kuwait. Uh, a couple of other ones that I wanted to look at that I thought there would be a higher concentration and you would see more transparency. Um, Estonia, they've had 1,600 cases, but only 49 deaths, including three in the last uh, 24 hours. Australia with three new deaths, 83 total deaths, 6,000 cases. Not a lot of cases in Australia when you consider its proximity uh, to China. Uh, Saudi Arabia hard hit, 17,000 cases, 139 total deaths in Saudi Arabia. Israel with two deaths in the last 24 hours, 2,000 total deaths, 15,000 total cases. South Korea remarkably has held up well. That second wave that they were talking about last week has just never transpired. They've had 242 total deaths in South Korea, 10,000 total reported cases. Uh, Japan, another remarkable success story, 12 new deaths in a country of 50 million people, 372 total deaths in Japan. So I want to encourage people who listen to these podcasts, much of the information that we're getting out from the media consistently removes the important data, which is what we should be looking at, which is current death totals and total deaths overall. Uh, there, it's clear the overwhelming evidence at this time is that the amount of deaths, new deaths, uh, over that same timeline is is we flatten the curve that that's where we want to leave it we flatten the curve and there are real signs that places where they anticipated a much higher not only spread rate infection rate but also a dead death rate has not completely transpired even in looking at places like haiti uh dominican republic um and areas outside of uh of europe proper where you would expect that you would have a higher death rate and so there we are. We're at the point, I think, in the post-COVID-19 era where we can start to look at declines. We're ob already obviously seeing that some of the United States are now opening for business. So there may be a point where we look back at this age, which is the midpoint, April 27th, and say this is when things started to decline. And there you have it. Today's latest numbers. Uh, we want to go through. Yeah, let's go ahead and go through the United States here just to come in a quick uh, total. And again, I encourage everyone, if you want all the data, it's all right here on our website, candidlyspeaking.net. We have all the projection maps. We have all the data maps from WHO and Johns Hopkins. Uh, we have also articles of significance that show what are the main concerns. And we've stayed away from the politics 
of coronavirus. And I think thus far we've we've done a pretty good job. And we hope that you will continue listening and share this podcast with others uh, because we, we think facts, not fear, is very important. And, of course, we want to uh, get you the information so that you know uh, you know how things are transpiring. All right, so all right, so taking a look at New York today, uh, totals there 22,612 new deaths in the last 24 hours, 337. That is down now, significant because I think it's the fourth or fifth day that they've had uh, a lower death rate. New Jersey with 106 deaths, that is also down, 6,000 total deaths there. Massachusetts with 104 deaths, that's down. Uh, 3,003 total deaths in Massachusetts, 50 deaths in Illinois in the last 24 hours, bringing their total to 1983. California, another uh, low day, seven uh, seven deaths in the last 24 hours. Uh, They did have 32 from the previous day, and their uh, total stands 1,725 total deaths in California. You see, we stay away from the total cases because the cases only reflect the testing. New cases only reflect the testing as this virus moves through community spread. The total deaths and the new deaths are the numbers that we must stay focused on. California, we already mentioned. Florida with 14 new deaths in the last 24 hours, 1,088. Compared to New York, where there's been 22,000 deaths, uh, that's pretty significant. Texas, nine deaths, 663 total. Louisiana, where there was major concern last week about there being a huge outbreak. Uh, It is looking like it's becoming manageable with 11 new deaths in the last 24 hours, bringing their total to 1,740. That's going to do it for the Monday edition of your coronavirus update. We'll be back here for you on Tuesday. Remember all the information you need at your fingertips at candidlyspeaking.net. And, of course, this podcast brought to you by Siesta Key Vacation Rentals. Say yes to paradise. Say siestakeyyes.com. I'm Jim Watkins.